What's up, bud? What's going on? How's your weekend? I mean, I didn't do anything. I just edited. Oh, you overworked, did you? You said uh, yes to way too many gigs, didn't you? Uh, yeah. Well, like at the beginning of the month, it was like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could handle all that stuff. You know, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And then do you think the timelines are going to like cr- cross and everything will be okay? And then there's a few delays that happen. And now they're just all stacked on top of each other. <laughs> that's what, <laughs> that's, that's what's messing me up right now. That's the worst, man. It's like, and you also, I'm sure like at the beginning of June, you're like, damn, if I take on this many gigs, I'm going to make this much money and then I can spend. I can spend money. money. (laughs) (laughs) And like, that is probably the most like toxic headspace to get in when you're picking up new work because. Well, you never want to think about money. You never want to take a job on just because it has good money. You know? Mm -hmm. I mean, we've all done it. You know, I still continue we, to do it, but it's like the, the payoff <laughs> is never there. I'm like, oh, sick. This is like a good job for the money. And it's like, there's usually a catch, you know, mm-hmm. it's never just like easy work for easy money. Yeah. Big facts. Big facts. Yeah. I, uh, I definitely did that last month too. I definitely bit off more than I could chew. And the effects it had on me were just not worth it. <laughs> I wish like I didn't take on any work last month, actually. And I feel like I would have been in a better place. And I think that kind of segues perfectly into what we were chatting about earlier and the power of saying no. Oh, yeah. Didn't, didn't we touch on the on a previous podcast of like that we're going to try to not take any or limited as possible work throughout the summer. Yeah. I think it's either that or we just like chat about it personally. Broke broke boy, broke boy (laughs) Pfizer summer. Don't kill me. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got a double dose, bro. I got that. uh, I got that 5g in the fucking veins. Second. So you're fully, fully vaxxed right now. Fully vaxxed. Feeling good. Day two. Dude, day one. One, I will say those TikTok trends of like everyone doing them arm circles. Yeah. So the, do it. My arm was not sore at all. The first time, my first shot, I couldn't even like raise my arm above like my freaking elbow. So recommend doing this. So I don't have a sore arm, but nice. the next day I honestly felt like I chugged a bottle of Chardonnay to the dome <laughs> by myself with no water and just went to bed and then woke up. Like that's, that's how I felt. It was just like a gnarly hangover. And obviously like I managed the coffee shop. So like being surrounded by all of the smells the next day was just so brutal. And I had zero appetite. So it was just like, I was running off of like the fumes of coffee, some matcha and water. And it just felt like the longest fucking day. And I should have said, no, I'm not working. Cause yeah, you know, give, give a day of rest. Yeah. But I didn't do that. When you manage the shop, you kind of just kind of have to go with it. But you know, I should have, I should have just taken the day off because I definitely feel the effects. And even today, like it's still now because I didn't get to rest yesterday, it's carried over. And now I'm just pretty lethargic and don't feel like doing any sing, not a thing. Anyways, back to our freaking topic. I don't know. <laughs> Double dose summer. Yes. We got to do more things for ourselves. I actually read, maybe you sent it to me, but I read something very interesting um, that it was like, I think it was the front cover of like the New York times and someone had said 
that ever since the beginning of the pandemic, they feel like they logged on to work and just mm-hmm. have never logged off. And yep. it's just been a running time clock. And do you relate to that? Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. We actually like just had one of those seminars that's like, hey, I know you guys are all burnt out, but we're going to have an hour seminar of <laughs> how to not be burnt out and no lunch provided. And I'm like, that is hilarious. But in the thing, they were explaining that like, They've taken surveys actually, and like the workday is actually, it's not like you just feel like it is. It, it is 55 minutes on average longer um, oh, than God. it used to be. So it's like, cool. And we know this, and we're still just going to keep doing, doing it. Like, yeah. we're all freelancers now. Everyone's working as a freelancer, essentially, because that is like you're on the clock all the time. That's how you live mm-hmm. as a freelancer. But as a freelancer, you have that discipline to be like, Oh, I sent that project off. I'm going to dip out. But when you're working for like a company or something, it's like, no, no, no. They own, they own you right now. You sit in that chair and you wait. Wait, wait let's back that up for a second. They want to host a workshop to talk about burnout. But isn't that taking away time from your workday? And then don't you have other deadlines? <laughs> don't you have deadlines to meet? And they're going to be like, cool. So like, because you took that hour for your mental health, you're going to have to give it yeah. back into the company that that's sounds... why i was saying it's like it is a meme it's basically a meme <laughs> that's so dumb man that's so yeah. dumb yeah, i feel for you my partner's in the same thing too she work from home i like thankfully my situation's a little bit different because i'm at the, the coffee shop i still get to leave my house for work i still get to have very small interactions like 30 seconds at a time with people so that's kind of kind of nice but that being said, the monotony of my job is the exact same. I see the exact same people. I'm just like mm-hmm. clocking in and I'm just staying there for nine hours and it's just repetitive over and over again. And then when I come home, I'm in front of my computer, I'm editing photos or I'm editing a video. And yeah, my work day, after the first like two months of not working during the first wave, obviously I wanted to like make up for lost time. So I was just taking yeah. on any work that I could. But now my average work day is no longer eight hours. Like my average work day now is at least 12 to 14 hours and yeah now that's been over a year i'm thankful because this that year actually brought me a lot of clients that were more in my suited like preference of what i want to make however though i did take on way too much uh and far too many clients to the point where like i experienced some heavy burnout because of just the sheer volume and just wanting to like make up for lost time, I suppose, and lost money. But that is obviously like we just touched on, like it's the worst headspace to be in. Once you start thinking about it in a financial way, that's when you lose the art, you lose your creativity, you lose your passion for why you're actually doing this. And it just becomes a game of finances. And yes, that's part of being a creator, but it's not worth it. It's, it's, it's so fucking not worth it. That's true. Well, it's like, I think it, it kind of like throws you back to the beginning of your career because of like when you start out on your own, you'll literally say yes to anything in your inbox because you don't know when things are going to pop mm-hmm. up in your inbox. So yeah, um, experiencing that with COVID is like w- was kind of trippy because everyone just dropped out of your inbox. Like no, everyone's just like, okay, let's yeah. just press hold on every photo, video, graphic project that we have on the go. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that it's starting to, to start back up again, obviously yeah you're gonna say yes to everything that pops up yeah because you're just like oh okay this is exciting and i feel like i have to make up for lost time but yeah at least we're getting paid for this time though <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. well, we're, like i was as soon as we started talking about the beginning of freelancing i just was transported back in time to the 
dreadful gigs that we had to do when we're doing free work. <laughs> that was all, yeah, completely free. And or if it wasn't it's only free, dreadful it was, it was, because you're, of the way you're looking back at it now, though. Yeah, it's true. In the time, you're like, yes. Yeah, 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 the best line was like, dude, you know who's going to watch this video? Drake, maybe, yeah. you know, <laughs> maybe a famous person. There's going to be some mad exposure for this gig. Oh, you should take God. it on. Drake's never seen exposure. <laughs> yeah, exposure. Exposure, man. Yeah. Exposure and, and contacts. Yeah. But like, honestly, you have to, you had to like say yes to those things because A, we were building our portfolio for one. Mm-hmm. B, we're also understanding our own workflow and work ethic. You know, we were young when we jumped into the freelancing scene. So it was important to say yes to gigs, even of, of all kinds. Like, yeah. So I'm going to talk about you and I first. When we first started doing video together, we took on fucking birthday parties. We took on music videos. We took on musicals and you fucking hate musicals, bro. (laughs) But we took it on because, you know, why not? You know, it's like, yeah, you have to take on everything that you have no no idea, nothing about. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what any of anything entail like we didn't know how to burn dvds or or make dvd menus or you know what what things to capture and how to like lap people up and for birthday parties or whatever oh god uh, but then you learn the things that you like to do and it's the mm. only way yeah exactly and that's once you start finding what you like doing though like that's how you kind of establish your style and figure out your why and figure out what kind of content you want to make, but that only can be achieved by saying no, you know, just to be yeah. back to what we we're talking about. And what I mean by saying no, it's like, you have to say no to those gigs, those gigs that were just paying you to getting you that experience. So you can say yes to the ones that actually feed into what you want to do and what you want to create. And sometimes that takes a long ass time. Like I've been a, I don't know, I've been, I've been a photographer since 2000 and, 15 maybe 14 and obviously i've been taking photos way before then too but that's when things got professional quote unquote professional and i was still taking gigs up until like last year before the pandemic of just like birthday parties engagement photos wedding photos i hate shooting weddings for the record um uh, you, you know just taking on <laughs> events dude event photography the worst yeah. it's, i hated it man but there, that's like the most like you if you're an event photographer you get busy quick yes you, know? you, you do and like yes the money was good and it was constant but you know where my passion was was like i just wanted to shoot portraits i wanted to shoot fashion i wanted to shoot lifestyle and i was taking on some gigs like that but those weren't constant enough and it honestly took a few Honestly, not to lie with you, a few months ago was when my partner, we were talking about me wanting to refine my website and show what I want. And she was like, what are you? Yeah. What yeah, uh, yeah. What kind of creator are you? And what's I was your like, niche? Well, what's your niche? And I was like, I, I don't know. I shoot everything. She's like, no, people don't want everything. People want you. And how are you going to sell you? What do you do? And I had to like sit on it. And then it finally came down. I touched this on this last, last podcast, but like I'm now a fashion and lifestyle photographer. Yeah. That's what I do. And I won't take on any other gigs. And like, yes, if something that I'm curious about or I'm passionate about on the side that isn't in that realm, sure, I'll take it on. But I've now have like that instinct to say no to the things that I don't want and that won't feed into, you know, my overall fulfillment 
my ego, my happiness, my mental health. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. saying no to that stuff has been good, but I know you still take on some work too, you know, that, uh, you can't say no to. And I don't know. How do you feel now that, cause I know you've made that jump in your mind too, right? You've made that jump that you understand it's important to say no, but as someone that's taking on some work, even currently that you didn't say no to, how do you feel now being cognizant of the importance of saying no, uh, but wanting to just refine and kind of reserve yourself? How are you feeling about it? Where my head is at currently, I think, um, through doing all this stuff is like busy versus productive. Like, you know, the, you know, that whole spiel of shit. No, hit me, <laughs> hit me with it. What do you mean? Well, like when you feel like busy, uh, versus mm-hmm. like being actual, being actually like productive. Um, and like, sometimes I'm just like, I'm so fucking busy because there's so much shit in my head happening, but like, I'm physically not being that productive. And now I'm kind of shifting to like busy versus like reliable. Cause if you take on too mm. many jobs that you don't want to do, it's like, you're just busy. And why I think I get hired now is because they want somebody reliable. So when there's a bigger project mm. or something or a bigger price tag attached to a project, they're not just going to take some fucking Joe Blow editor. They're going to be like, we want like a reliable editor. So right. it's like, that's how I kind of think about like, that's why I'm getting hit up because I'm like, I'm reliable. I'm, I don't miss deadlines. Like I have very good communication. Like that's kind of, kind of how I think about it rather than just being like, just busy. But like, mm. you still have to have that balance of saying no. And like, it's, it's just an ongoing battle. I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. It's just yeah. like, sometimes I fuck up, you know? <laughs> But you raise a really good point though, too. Like you're getting these gigs because you're sought after, you know, people like what you do now and not may not always be the things you enjoy creating, but the fact that you're sought after is, it is an important part of your career, you know, knowing that you were wanted, you know, it's, it's not just a little aspect. That's all. Yeah, Yeah. It is a small part of it, but it still provides validation. hundred percent. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just like, Cause you can be busy. Any, anybody, any freelancer, any creative can be busy with mm-hmm. work. Um, but yeah, like why are at the end of the day, it's just like, well, you gotta go somewhere with it, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I got a question for you. Was there, are there any gigs that you've had in the past that you said no to that you kind of regret though? Kind of regret doing or regret, regret saying, not no? saying no to, uh, well, like just this week, fucking, <laughs> Matt Develop popped up and he was like, yo man, like you want to, I'm like, I just, I'm too busy that I can't be reliable for you. And so that, did you say Matt Diavello? Is that, yeah. Your, is, yeah. is, is that, is that your, is that, is that your client, Matt Diavello? <laughs> yeah, he is, a, he is a client, but yeah, I've done, I've done some work Jeez. for him. Yeah. A little plug for myself there. Um, Damn. You big time daddy. And, um, but yeah, it's like, I, I know I couldn't be, even though I wanted to say yes to him, I don't have the bandwidth. So I, and I won't, couldn't be reliable to him. So I don't mm. want to fuck up my name just because I want to work with a, like a, you know, a cool brand or a big name like Matt Vella, you know? So it's like, that, yeah, that's a, that's the fine line that you have to think of. Mm, that's an awesome point, man. That's an awesome yeah, like point. I can't give you my all. So like, I would prefer that you find somebody else. Um, at this current moment. And like in those situations, you just have to give them a date or, or something. Um, and also in return though, those people that you're transparent with will also 
respect you for it too. If anything, mm-hmm. if you're being transparent and upfront with, you know, especially someone like Matthew Villa, he understands bandwidth and burnout more than anyone. Cause he talks about it all the time, you know, and it's respectable, you know, and it just means that you're not saying no, because you don't want to do it. You actually have a very valid reason. And yeah. also it would compromise your client's work and you don't want that as either, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I, and I will say, yeah, like the, the, the best thing to do is just like, Hey, like I'm too busy to take this on right now. Or like, I just don't have the bandwidth, but by X date, like my calendar is free. So, um, let's circle back then if you, mm. um, have more work or sometimes what I'll do to the people out there who don't want to, like, maybe it's a new client. You just say yes, but you are, you already have to have a contact base set up in the background. So if somebody hits me up and I'm like, Oh, that's a good client plug. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have the time for it. I'll still say yes. And then I'll hand it to like another homie. And, and then you become like the producer and that's yes. still, you have a little bit of bandwidth to, to give there. Cause you, now you're coordinating with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really have to be invested. You, you don't just do that with like a smaller project. That's usually mm-hmm. a bigger one. We do that frequently, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's super important to have a network of friends and colleagues that, or in your realm and that you actually trust too, right? You can't just give it to someone. You have to give it to work that the work to people that you do trust and are also reliable. Cause your name is now on the line too. If you're saying exactly. yes to that. Exactly. 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 What about you, man? Do you have any like past projects that you, you said no to? And then in the long run, you're like, I should have fucking done it, man. <sighs> like yes and no. Like I, I don't need to name drop because I don't even know if it would have come to fruition, but like I've been invited to do behind the scenes photos for like some music videos in the past. And, uh, BTS is just not really my thing, especially video. I don't really get down with BTS BTS video. Yeah. You know, like I've, if I'm going to do BTS, like I would rather photography because I could tell a better story. I'm just not like, mm-hmm. I'm not, a, I'm not a dynamic editor. You know, when I edit, it's very minimalistic and that's like long takes because that's just what I enjoy doing. And editing for me is more of like a passion thing. I can't see it as work or like it, it flusters me, but there's definitely been times where like I'll see on Instagram the next day of like the shoot that I was supposed to be at. And I'm like, Oh damn, there was some pretty, important people at that shoot that I should have been to. But at the same time though, I, uh, I don't regret it because if I said no to it, it wasn't because I was scared. I said no to it because I just didn't have any capacity to, and I'm the same as you. Like if I'm going to deliver, I want to deliver my best ability. I want to fire off on all cylinders and make sure that everything that I touch has some gold in it, you know? So Mm -hmm. I don't want to put that pressure on myself and I have to respect myself for saying no to those moments where like I'm, there's like an angel and a devil on my shoulders, you know? Mm -hmm. That's also something too, though. Um, Currently, like my default really is no. Um, And then like, I'll I'll be swayed to say yes, depending Mm -hmm. on the project. But um, now I really have to check into myself to be like, am I saying no because of bandwidth or am I saying no because I'm scared? Like you were saying, like, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes it is something I'm like, oh shit, like I don't feel comfortable editing that. Like I don't have the confidence in myself and that makes me scared and that's going to make me say no, even though, and like back to the Matt Diavello thing, like the first project that he ever hit me up for, so scared. And I was like, eh, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> like that's not yeah. really like what I do, but like I was like, right. I'm going to push myself because like 
when you break it down into small chunks, like, of course. So you have to check in with yourself there to be like, what am I saying no for? What reason um, is it? Because you have to be saying no for the right reasons, for yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely, man. And there's another part of that being scared, though, too, right? Like, yes, it may be out of your... Um, like comfort zone out of your comfort zone, the type of work you do not delivering properly, but there's also another fear that's always underlying. And it's a really important to touch on is the fear of the like forthcoming burnout because sometimes mm -hmm. burnout just like creeps up on you. But then there's times where you can feel it like festering within you that like something you're going to hit a wall or like a really good analogy that you've made is like a wave and it's really good to yeah. bail on the wave before it fully crashes. And sometimes you can feel that happening too, right? Yeah. So that fear always plays a part when I'm like, I'm almost at like my ceiling. I know that if I'm going to take on this gig, I could experience burnout and that burnout comes with a whole list, a whole slew of things that could go wrong. A, your mental health is being compromised and you feel like you, are unable to even move some days when you're doing burnout. Two, you're 1,000% going to compromise the quality that you could have outputted for your client. One thou well. Pardon? So one thou well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then three, though, like that overall just affects your name. And your name is everything when it comes to freelancing, right? Reliability, man. Trust. That's all, exactly. That's, it. That's all you got. That's it. That's it. That's what's going to you know, that's what's going to put you ahead on someone's like contact list in their phone in terms of who they're calling first, you know, mm -hmm. and it's just not worth it sometimes, you know, and I can think of several times where I've done that. And I'm hundred percent speaking from experience of taking on work whilst feeling this pressure of, of a burnout happening. And I've fallen apart, unfortunately, and I have let a client down before and it is an awful feeling. And I'm thankful that it was kind of early in my career. But the guilt, the shame you feel is just can be completely avoidable if you do exactly what you were saying earlier was hit them with a date, say no for now, um, try and connect them elsewhere so you can just keep it within your network. And like, there's so many ways that you can pivot and give it off versus mm -hmm. you having to experience this burnout. Yeah. Too much on your plate. And mm -hmm. I will say <laughs> the shitty thing about that is I strongly believe until you do it, you have no idea how much you can take on. You have no idea how much mm -hmm. stuff you can have on your plate, how much stuff you can balance. And the only way to do that is through trial and error and through experimentation of like, yeah. um, keep saying yes in your career. And then, but things like you just said, they're going to happen. And at those points, that's when you kind of like uh, market in your career to be like, okay, whatever I was doing at that point, that was too much for me. So mm -hmm. then you, you kind of like assess and be like, okay. Cause the way I see it is like, it's kind of like a teeter totter. And it's like every project goes on one end and you're like very off balanced. And as you move projects along, they kind of like balance out the, the teeter totter so you can like keep adding projects on, mm -hmm. um, but they have to keep moving. You know, they have to keep getting to the end stage to the deliverables. And if they're all in the same stage, oh, buddy, that's going to fuck you up. Oh, dude. And then <laughs> you're not going to, all of the projects are going to suffer and mm -hmm. yeah, you're just not going to be able to, to output at your best, like you're saying. 
Yeah. And that's an awful feeling too. You know, you never want to just give someone some half-ass work. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Again, it's just bad for your name. But, but what is, what does burnout look like for you? What happens to you when you're experiencing burnout? Um, I basically just like, I start to lose the vision in front of myself. I've been thinking about this, like this, this entire month, because even mm-hmm. earlier I was talking to you, I was about like, I probably have time to like hang out and like talk, but like mentally I haven't, I don't physically. Sure. I have a few hours to do whatever, but, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what it, that's what it manifests in myself as like, I literally just can't plan forward. All I can see is these deadlines. And like, I'm like, what am I doing if I'm not working? Even if it's like cooking food or some shit, I'm just like, I should probably be working right now because I have so much shit on the go that like anything I'm doing, I'm just kind of, I don't know what a good word is, but I'm just like shit talking myself to be like, dude, go sit down on the computer and put the time in. But me not realizing like, you know what? If I take an hour, go take the dog for a walk, go recharge Mm -hmm. in nature and stuff because I know that's how I recharge. All the quality of work when I come back, way better than just like you know putting in an oven pizza and like just trying to chug through it not Mm. a good system and like yeah and the language you're using with yourself is like super toxic you know that sets a really bad relationship with you know obviously i'm not saying to encourage yourself all the time be like yeah you know what spence you fucking got this boy but there's so much (laughs) doubt though like when you're Mm -hmm. when you're because like we've been saying it's like your reputation is like on the line and if you want to be reliable if you want to be trustworthy with projects and get called back it's like you need to try to put out your best work so i'm like mm-hmm. and when my plate is full it takes so much more of me to 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 put my best work out so i'm like really just trying and then all of a sudden um you know a month goes by and i'm like i don't have a social life i've eaten like shit for the past month and um <laughs> like where are we at <laughs> yeah and you have to feel like you're amending ties with yourself and your friends and like yeah yeah so it's 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 become to the point now where it's like pretty easy for me to see that i'm in burnout and more Mm. like you were saying um earlier which is harder to like kind of foresee that you're you're on the roller coaster going going up you're like if i continue this path i'm gonna Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be fucked up (laughs) yeah man it's a dangerous it's it's really dangerous at times and you know, but like some people experience burnout very differently too, though. You know, I like I don't agree with this, but I've heard some people work better when they're under burnout because they're able to mm. be like hyper focused and their sole goal is to finish the work and they put everything into it just so they can stop feeling this dread. And that is like, that's how you end up fucking dying in yeah. this in this career. Honestly, dude, if you experience. Yeah. Yeah, if you if that's where you find like your drive is in the burnout, man, that's yeah, only gonna last. True. It's only gonna last so long before you fully fully crash. Yeah. Where does your burnout? What does your burnout look like? Uh, mine is like, I just I, I go through moments of like just giving up. Where like I'll just lie on the couch and be like I physically like cover my eyes <laughs> and I'm just not miserable. I'm just so overwhelmed to the point where like I'm forced into a corner where I need to recharge. And like, that's not how I want to recharge. I want to be conscious of when I decide to make my moments of recharging, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah, it like takes over my body because you know me too. Like I come from like a fitness training background, like as a boxing coach. And I understand that like movement is health and wealth for me. Yeah. So when I'm burnt out, I don't even have the power to go exercise. I don't have it in within me to eat properly because all I'm thinking about is convenience and time. And that's, again, you feeding shit into your body is now just going to further depreciate your state of living at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I am super thankful that I live with my partner and she can not talk me out of times um, of burnout, but she could at least support me and help me realign what my goal is, what I need to focus on. And it kind of has a moment of inspiration to, and motivation to continue on or mm-hmm. there's t- where I, or I hit you up too, man. Like there's so many times where I hit you up and I need to like get my mind straight and I'll run something by you. And then you and I can just, we don't chat it out with a goal in mind. We just chat it out and, and something usually comes out of it and something comes to fruition and I can move forward. So yeah, like when I'm doing, when it's burnout, it's like, it just feels dark to me and I have a hard time picking myself back up. And so because of, I know that's what my burnout looks like, I try and do what I can to avoid it at all costs because it's not worth it. It's not good for my name, my brand, my clients, my mental health, most importantly, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you do like on that, uh, you know, that ride up there, like when you can see it? You're like, this is in the next couple pages if I continue like this. Like, mm, is there yeah. anything other than saying no that like, that you kind of clock? That you're like, all right, I'm, I can feel myself like slowly getting spread too thin. Yeah. Um, like on the side that I don't want to do, sometimes I'll put off like creative projects. I'd be like, look, this is something I want to do for myself, but mm-hmm. I don't want to do it for myself right now because it won't be the best version that it could have been if I had full attention. So like I'll put something off. That is something that's not saying no, but that is a way of dealing with it. It's prioritizing. Yeah, Yeah. it's prioritizing. Exactly. I'll go through like a hardcore week of where like I'll train really hard and be very on top of my my physical health to try and break like that barrier through of, you know, that burnout coming or like something that's like super tangible and easy to do is like I'll get in my car and I'll grab my dog. I'll probably meet up with you and we'll go for a hike and we'll go just like completely escape out of these walls that we work within and just try and get a, like a moment of fresh air, like a mm-hmm. breath, you know? And yes, I can go back to work right after, but at least I've cleared my mind and had done something for myself and for my own wellness. And that usually is enough for me to kind of break free and like not lead myself into burnout. It has yeah. been like ultra surprising for me to like how much of an impact, how short of a time it takes to be outside Mm-hmm. and just be like just let myself just not think about like just don't just be here right now you know we're walking mm-hmm. walking on a trail um like the other day was which is mind-blowing to me but i took winston out because i was just like f- feeling got a bunch of like notes um notes back for this uh recent video going on i'm like i just don't have i don't have I'm not in the right mindset to like deal with all, like all these notes um, mm-hmm. and this feedback right now. So I'm like, I'm just going to go out quick, walk the dog. And like, I was still thinking about it. And then I saw a deer 
It's like, okay, it's in the middle of Toronto. I saw saw that on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I was just tripping out and I'm, and dude, seeing like seeing that instantly brought me back to like, dude, just a video. It's just work. Mm -hmm. You're going to get through it. Like everything's okay. Chill out. There's so much more to life than, than, dude. And I feel like that, that's also what happens to me when I get burnt out. My vision gets very narrow and it's just Mm -hmm. like, you have to remember that like, everything is still going on. Everything Mm -hmm. is still happening. Like there's so much more to life. And I think the older that we get, it's like that, that's kind of the reason why I want to say no now is to be like, I have enough. This is enough for me to live on. I don't need more money. I don't need to like be so Mm -hmm. busy. Like I want to experience life. And like, you know, that's definitely in the back of my mind for sure Uh, at this point. Broke boy summer, boy, double dose summer. Double dose summer. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I like where your head's at, man. I, I eat like, this is a very, not a co- complete direct correlation, but there's something whenever I'm training my new staff, mm-hmm. they get like panicky that they're going to whatever, fuck up someone's order or someone's going to give them a fucking hard time. Yeah. Dude, for sure I would. Yeah, and I'm just, but the thing I always say to them, I'm like, look, if someone gives you a hard time, I want you to just repeat this. It's just coffee and fucking milk. It's, co- <laughs> it's, co- it's coffee and milk. They're you're, they're going to get over it. You know, you didn't ruin their fucking life. It's just two components that they consume. And if whatever you're, you're going to be fine, they're going to be fine. Do not let it sit with you. Do not let that ruin your day. Just move on. Cause you're going to have to make a hundred of them afterwards anyways. So yeah. And like the reality is you can say the same thing with video. I've ruined wedding mm-hmm. videos, you know, I've, <laughs> I've had to refund thousands of dollars and it's just like, at the end of the day, that's like one of the worst things that you can ruin. But at the end of the day, it's yeah. like, you guys still got married. You're still yeah. going to get a wedding video. It's just not going to be the best, you know, but like at the end mm-hmm. of the day, everything still happened mm-hmm. and life goes on, you know, you're still married. If I asked my parents how many times they watched their wedding video, they'd be like, uh, you know what they'd actually say? Like twice. My, my mom would say, uh, never, because your dad recorded over top of it for a Mike Tyson fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Uh, shout out to my dad. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's so gold, man. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, my dad goofed. Yeah, he was in the, probably in the dog house for a while. But, uh, but I don't know. I don't think my mom would have even watched it though. TBH. Prime example. Prime shit example. happens. Shit, <laughs> shit happens, man. I even feel better just talking about this with you right now. I mean, not we're not burnt out at the moment, but I do. I don't know. It's just always nice to chat about it and put things in perspective. And mm-hmm. Well, that's what good. it is, man. Like, I think the more that we chat about it and the reason that we call each other so much is just to like, sometimes you just can't see it. Like when I'm in it, I'm like, sometimes I can't see it and then I'll call you and you're like, you know that you're just fucking talking, like you're not talking well to yourself and that's why your vision is getting like hazed over. And I'm like, oh yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Guess I shouldn't do that. So, um, I guess that's one thing if there's anybody in your circle or, you know, you just, just keep cognizant of people you can kind of keep contact with if you're, Mm -hmm. if you're out there and, you know, feeling, feeling run thin. Yeah, contact someone, leave your workspace for a little bit, even if it's just a walk or something, go clear your mind, fuel yourself properly, you know, mm-hmm. eat eat well, get some exercise. Yeah, it's a big one for me. Yes. Yeah. 
it's, it's it's super important, man. But yeah, those are just some simple ways to avoid burnout. You don't need to. The no power of no, you know. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not always about money. Mm-mm. Definitely yeah. not about money all the time. Yeah. Do you think like do you think that it should be no all the time? Um, like yeah, you said that that was your default. I thought that was interesting. Well, it's just like I forget what book it is. And it wasn't about work. It was about, it was more so about life that it's just like, the premise was like, if it's not, if it's, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. Mm. So it's like when your default is yes, it's, it's harder to say no. Cause you're just like, oh, well, like, why wouldn't I take it on? And it's just like, well, truthfully, you have enough going on. Like truthfully, mm-hmm. you have enough money coming in this month. So what benefit does it really bring you? Like, is it a cool mm-hmm. client? Is it a, like a fun shoot? Like what are the things that are actually making you say yes, rather than just like, oh yeah, it's another couple extra thousand dollars. Great. How does that serve you? Does mm-hmm. this take you away from actual life that's happening outside around you? And those maybe if you went outside and like, that's when you would actually meet a new client and you're taking away that experience, you know, like you have to be true instead of that. My question is like, do you think that is like, what do you think of that perspective, I guess? I agree. I I do understand the concept of like the fuck yes, but there are times where I've said no and then I've come around to saying yes and I've mm. been super grateful that I did, you know. There are times where, you know, I find for myself too, like I'm almost even more creative when the circumstances are stacked up against my favor because it makes me um, remove myself from the situation and I get really, I'm forced to be very creative, forced to be very innovative. And in those moments you do, you find, you you discover a lot about yourself and about your workflow and your actual, your abilities that you didn't know you had as well. So I do, I do agree with like the default being no. And you know, you should, if you're excited about something, it's a fuck yes versus a fuck no. But Mm -hmm. there are some, just not moments. so hard and fast you're saying yeah, yeah you know like you don't need to beat yourself over up on it you know directly saying no i know there's been tons of times where like i've met some now clients that i've had for a couple of years now because of moments like that where i'm like eh, i don't know it's not really what i do kind of scared whatever but now when they hit me up it's a fuck yes mm-hmm. it's like a yeah let's True. do it we've made because a great made that connect yeah mm-hmm Exactly, man. Exactly. Okay. One thing I want to kind of end on here is, is there anything that you do that's like kind of affirming, like any affirmations that you kind of tell yourself about your work or about like, yeah, more, more geared into like you being uh, a photographer and like you being like, no, 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 I, I am good at this. Like, I'm not like, I'm getting burnt out, but no, I'm like, work is quality. I'm good. Like, is there any ways that you kind of use to talk yourself or maybe it's not even words, um, but yeah. Yeah. I mean like, yes, validation from like your clients is always great and getting a good testimony about your work is always nice to refer to. Mm-hmm. Um, but what that happens at the end of a project. Like what true. happens in the middle of when you're I mean, just like, I, I think there's just, I don't think I have a dialogue that goes through my mind, but there are times where like I will make a conscious decision to say like i'll look at a photo that i just took and i'll be like "Mm, damn that's a sick fucking photo and i think that's really important you have to celebrate yourself Mm -hmm. you have to celebrate 
during the process and don't, like you said, don't leave it till afterwards. Don't leave it till everything's done. Don't let it be in the hands of your client. Make sure that you- That's a big one, man. That's a big one. Like don't let, don't wait for your client to tell you it's good. If you think Mm -hmm. it's good, it's, it's like, you can get hyped on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you man, you gotta cherish those moments of you being proud of yourself because that's what it's really about this career, you know? Like you you have to be stoked on the work that you make. You have to be or you don't belong here. If you're just making it for the buck, it's not worth it. Cuz clients are frustrating <laughs> and you get a lot of headaches around the world. So yeah, just make sure celebrate yourself. Celebrate those small wins. Maybe it's not even a small win. It just wins. That's what I do to myself. How about you? Do anything? Any affirmations? I'm. I asked you because I'm. I don't. Well, I hope that. Well, I hope that inspires you. <laughs> That's cool, man. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think we should leave it there. That's yeah, cool. Man. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that's important. Uh, yeah. Thanks everyone for listening to our pod. If you have any questions or you want to talk about something or us to talk about something hit us up on our website and drop us a a line and we'd be happy to chat about it so yeah links in bio there's a bio right we got a link (laughs) i think we got a link (laughs) there's a link (laughs) cool there's a link (laughs) you'll find it yeah yeah